0: Hey guys this is Ian K Lauren and of course you are now getting off at the Paris station but this episode is what I like to call my occasional series some wrestling shit now let's talk about some upcoming rumors from the wrestling world the first rumor I have from Wrestling Inc. Rod Jesus' site. Actually, I don't know I'm saying, like, that name right. I'm sorry about that, but I'm, quote-unquote, a huge fan, and I am a free contributor to, like, their comment section, I'll have to admit, so. But first, we're going to talk about Chelsea Green is talking to Impact Wrestling. Oh, joy! Oh, my God! Oh, fuck me. You know... Putting aside, like, my personal feelings about her a little bit, you know, about how she treats fans, you know, and side notes and pretty much how she left Impact Wrestling, which I'll go into a little bit. If the people who don't kind of know. But the news is that she's talking to Impact Wrestling and also she did some tweets to, like, I believe, Win of Honor. And Maria Canels is trying reestablishing reestablish a Win of Honor and Win of Honor on that I means so. But the thing about this and especially because like maybe I'm a little nod at her because personally like maybe how she left, you know, but she actually realized and actually explained a little later the reason why she left because she felt that Impact wasn't paying her and so forth. But also she elaborated a little bit more recently that like she thought she was going to get a call from like WWE. Or so, she thought she didn't really talk to anyone, she just had this in her mind that she was gonna get called to go, so she kind of said, like, fuck it to impact, you know. And she kind of realizes now that she shouldn't have, like, took the title, she shouldn't have, like, said, no, I don't want to be champion because this might be happening, you know. So, I guess I can kind of forgive her for that, but like. As Vince McMahon once said, there is like a time-honored tradition in the wrestling business that if you're leaving, you do the honors on the way out, okay? If you didn't really want to be a champion, you just kind of like drop the towel to like whoever and then be on your way. And so, and I understand because you got to do what's best for you in your career, and your life, and I get that. I just personally felt maybe as just like, a die-in-the-wool mark, it's kind of like, I would like to see her just, like, you know, maybe drop the title and then just, like, got it out and then just, like, win the title and then say over the internet that she wants out of her contract? Really? Really, brah? I mean, some of a bitch. I mean, come on. What happens to the days, like, when you did this stuff, like, behind closed doors or whatever, like, if she. I mean, going back to the whole Crispin Watt thing in DCW when he won the title from Sid. And then he pretty much, like, gave back the tile and, like, head to WWE. But other than that, like, I mean, I can see why she would want to go there. I mean, her fiancé's there. I mean, that's the main thing. She does have, like, a good relationship, I guess, with Scott D. Moore and all of them over there. I mean, I guess that'd be ideal, I guess, you know. But, in my personal opinion, I think she'd be a better fit for Win of Honor. Even though I set a little snarky aside, like, on a red thing. Saying that she needed to learn to wrestle a little bit more. But I was just being a little pissy. And I apologize for that a bit, you know. But I personally think that she would be, like, a better, like, marquee talent for Win of Honor. And two, since knowing Win of Honor is no more for their work rate than, like, Gaga and like gimmick and stuff like that, you know. It would be a great place for her to actually like build up her brand as like an actual like pure women's wrestler, like a good women's wrestler. And also, she would bring star power to like Mayor Canal's Win of Honor project. That's just a personal thing I'd like to see her do. If she went there, I actually might be excited to see what she would do against like some of the people in Win of Honor. That would be kind of interesting to me, you know. Now her going back to Impact, Here's one scenario I would like to see, actually. So, I mean, and I actually wrote this, like, on the um, comment board, actually. I think it was Reddit. That maybe since this impact and how wacky impact can be sometimes, you know, what if you did, like, this Chelsea Green, like, hype, 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 for a couple of weeks, actually, you know, but at the end of, like, before her debut, actually, Let's find out that all the hype was just a dream sequence in Chelsea Green's mind. But she wakes up like Bob Newhart style. For all you like 80s fans of A sitcoms, one of the most famous um, sitcom endings ever was the ending of like the sitcom Newhart in the 80s. where well, Bob Newhart woke up from being like the owner of like some inn in Vermont. He wakes up. In his old bed from the old Bob Newhart show for the 1970s. He wakes up next to like his old TV wife, Suzanne Placette. And he pretty much tells her, like, honey, I had this dream that I ran this in Vermont and there's all these crazy people that was around us. I had like a different wife and everything else. And then Suzanne Placette, God rest her soul, she says, Bob, go back to bed, you know? What I'd like to see is actually her wake up as, like, the hot mess, Laura Van Ness, and the whole Chelsea Green thing was just a dream in her mind. And she wakes up after a drunk, boozy night. She wakes up next to, like, Johnny Swinger. Maybe she hooked up with him. We don't know. She wakes up next to Johnny Swinger or even, like, I don't know, Johnny Bravo. Who fucking knows? And says she had this dream that she was, like, trapped in... Full sale University in Florida. And she was like in a prison in Full sale And she was hanging around this guy who looked like Tony Khan. You know what I mean, So, And for people who don't know that, like the guy, the former robbery, E, had like this Tony Khan type gimmick in like NXT, you know? I forgot what the stable actually was called, actually. But maybe it would be like just a weird dream of like. The hot mess Laura Van Ness And Chelsea also a personality she had in her mind. Because, especially people who have like male problems, not necessarily from like alcohol or drinking, you know. Because, you know, like for her first run, she had like a lot of male problems after like Max and Sutter. Oh, that's the blade for you AEW fans of The Butcher, The Blade, The Bunny. And also Allie, who was the bunny so I think it would be like a really cool like through line through like her old storyline in impact wrestling before she left and then it kind of comes all together it's kind of like a homecoming in a very weird way for that really crazy character kind of what if she actually came back as, like, the hot mess Laura Van Ness, because that's what some fans are probably predicting might happen. You know, it might be an idea some fans might kind of want, you know, just have her return as, like, the hot mess, kind of. But since she's kind of crazy, it'd be a dream, you know. That would be the idea for that. If that would be something that would be interesting. And also, another side note if you really want to go be a little like more shoot style, more real life kind of, you know, have like this storyline that all the knockouts hate her for coming back with her tail between her legs back to Impact. The company that she left years ago, this didn't go from like the top of management to the wrestlers, pretty much giving her shit for a few weeks till she has to prove herself that she deserves to be back at Impact. And it's kind of like a redemption story arc. Up someone who, like, made a mistake in leaving the way she did. But this kind of reflects you, like, real-life wrestling fans, you know. And also for casual fans, this kind of connects to a person who, you know, leaves you guys behind and pretty much says, like, fuck you, y'all, and blah, blah, you know. And just have the girls kind of, like, beat her up a little bit, you know, and kind of, like, work her over and kind of, like, say... You know what? You all come back here. We've been holding the fort down while you've been off along in like WWE, NXT, or some of that, you know, saying and thinking you're going to be a star or something. I would kind of pay to see that, you know, I mean, just to see that little like redemption story arc kind of. But then I'm being a little like bitchy and sinister, but that's kind of who I am a little bit, you know. And also maybe because like she doesn't seem like A nice person to me, because especially she went after some guy over some artwork or something, you know? And which I'm thinking, wow, that's, like, not cool. I mean, you know, I mean, really? And all you want was just, like, permission. I forget the whole story of it, actually, you know? And how she just made a thing about it. But but I don't know. What would happen if she actually went back to Impact? It's an interesting... I didn't know about, I mean so, or to see be explored, but like, I think Will of Honor would be a better choice for her, just because she could bring star power and actually build herself up as a talent, you know. And now we're in these times where you don't necessarily have to be in WWE or even AW if you don't want it for yourself, you know. That's just my personal take on that. So. Please like leave a message, like tell me what you guys think, you know. Cause I believe there's like a voice mail message on the thing. I could be wrong, I don't know. You know, what I mean But let me know at um I N L O R E N one nine seven three at GMX.com. I would love to know. And and uh, there are far a big rumor right now that like Moose, you know, Quinn Okinawa has re-signed with Impact Wrestling. But Moose right now is denied it online, saying, don't believe what you read and so forth. But come on now, like, he's re-signed. Come on. You mean so? And because he should be the one to beat Kenny Omega for the Impact title. He will be such a made man if that happens. So, I mean, is it's what should happen, really, you know. And think about it, you know for a fact that he was least getting looks from, like, NXT and probably, like, SmackDown or something, you know. Like, he probably would be a great choice for NXT, personally, if it's not true and he's not re-signed with Impact, you know. But if he loses, like, the title at the upcoming pay-per-view, kind of, you know. And he's also talking about, like, how he'll crash, like, double nothing or something, you know. Oh, sorry, against... Oh, that's double nothing. He's going to crash like an AEW pay-per-view maybe. He was kind of talking shit about that a little bit, saying that that might happen, you know what I mean? Which would be kind of cool, personally, to see, you know. I mean, I hope he recites with Impact. I really do. But, like, if he goes to like, NXT or WWE, or maybe even AEW, I don't know, I mean, so... It'll be a good, like, time for him to do. But, like, I feel like to see that story because he had, like, this big buildup that near the end of his contract, which gonna end in a couple of weeks in June, that he wanted to win the world title before he left. I mean, you know. But what if he won the world title and went to AEW anyway and just signed up with AEW anyway? That would be kind of like some weird Mike Awesome type of shit. I mean, that'd be kind of interesting to see, you know. I gotta admit, you know. All I'm saying on that little point right now is, in my opinion, quit lying, bruh. And, you know, you're re-signed. Okay? I mean, and you're just kind of like tease the fans and saying like, this isn't going to happen. But this is literally like a trope in wrestling because the talent says like, oh, they're not signed. They're not signed. They're not signed, blah, blah. And, oh, they're signed. And a couple weeks later, you find that they actually did sign, you know. It's kind of like the fans kind of know. I feel with that, but like he's trying to create some intrigue, and you know, get on him for doing that. I guess you know, but it's kind of like in these times of wrestling, you can't really like pull that off because not all the fans are like Stuart Marks, you know. Now, one thing I'm told of, especially of you know, this past week, on the birthday of the twentieth, which is my birthday. I actually love the new package of the Varsity Blondes with Julia Hart. Who's a girl who's pretty much been doing a lot of stuff on like AEW Dark, really. Not anything on Dynamite, you know. With her being a legit type cheerleader. And them with Garrison and Pillman doing essentially like a 2021 version of the Styron kind of. You know, the kind of like almost heel jocks or jocks that should be heels, honestly. With the whole gimmick, it will be perfect. I mean, you know. It always reminds you of the Varsity Club a little bit from the NWA slash WCW. But that's near here, near there. And also, I was like, reading a Reddit actually about, like, this idea for the tag team top flight, which is, like, Darius and Juante Martin hooking up with Sean Dean, actually, as a team, you know. And Ian and I thought, that seemed kind of dope, you know what I mean? I would actually have them have, like, the aviator glasses and have the bomber jackets, totally, like, out of Top Gun, you know. And AEW is a place for, like, three-man or three-person teams, so it could totally work on that way, too, because it's kind of losing against, like, the Bucks this past week. is They're a really good team, but they're not quite ready yet, you know. I mean, it wasn't their time to win, and everyone kind of knew it, but it was still a banger match, you know. But personally, I would like to see like Darius and Dwayne Martin team out with Sean Dean, and actually have Sean Dean just kind of do some ass top light with the bomber jacket and everything else. I think it will be a dope package, and I like to see both those teams go head to head with the varsity blondes going to heel. Actually, so I mean because the Martin boys are a little too fresh faced and they're really 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 young. You know what I mean? So, you really couldn't buy them as like heels yet. Or maybe they could work against Pirate Party. That'd be an idea too, you know. And I would actually have the scenario between them. So, I mean, in a sense, like the old tag team wars, like the Rock and Roll versus the Midnight Express. Or maybe like the Midnight Rockers versus the Nasty Boys or Rose and Summers or something like that, you know. Kind of have like this kind of. Tag team program that doesn't necessarily have to do with, like, the heavyweight tag team scene. Which is, like, the Bucks, the Good Brothers. And anyone like that doesn't have to go into that yet. Because I think it would be a great showcase for them if they did that. Okay, there's been, like, some real weird audio problems with this episode. With some things haven't come out right. So, I mean, so I'm going to wrap this up really quick. And talk about, like, pretty much when Keith Lee is going to come back to, like, WWE to main roster, you know. And more recently, they have been the people on the air that have been talking to, like his wife, you know, Mia Yim. Or Reckoning from Restribution or like that, you know. And she's pretty much, like, kept mum and pretty much said, like, to the wrestling fans, it's kind of, like, none of our business when he comes back or something, you know. Or his medical or personal problems, you know what I mean. And it's right, it's really none of our fucking business, not really, you know what I mean? I mean, I hope the guy he comes back soon, but for right now, and the only thing I'm thinking about, like, if he comes back now, where is he gonna be in the mix now, because right now, the mix is pretty much like Roman, Bobby, also like Drew McIntyre, like the main guys like that, like how does he get in there, or... Are they going like, to do booking-wise, maybe grab something like the IC title or the U.S. title or something, you know? And I'm just wondering from a creative point of view, like, how is he going to fit in? I mean, so, if he comes back and he got sent home for one thing from Vince saying that he needs to work, like, a better style. And he went back to the performance center. There was that rumor going around. And then there was, like, these other rumor medical problems, give or take, you know what I mean? But this from, like, Wrestling Inc., which is, like, where I get most of my news from. And all the ups and downs of, like, his life. I just want to say hope the guy that Keith Lee comes back soon because he's an amazing talent. And it's a shame that he's not on the roster right now. So, I want to say, like, get back soon, Keith Lee. The wrestling fans miss you. This is Ian K. Lauren, and you are now leaving the Paris station. You guys have a good afternoon. Later.